Welcome to the Fatty Z Musky Podcast. I'm Andy. Joined on the phone, we have Vance. Hi, Vance. Hello. We have Todd. Hi, Todd. Hello, I'm here. Hello. And, like always, we have Ranger. He's to my left. So, this show is brought to you by Fatty Z Musky Products. FattyZMusky.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And... Good news. I shipped out a whole giant box of baits, like 24 pounds of baits today going to Minnesota to Muskie Tackle Online. I've been talking nice. about it for how many years now? Well, I finally got it done. And uh, with he that... say, what, what's this? He, he very well might. I looked at the order date, and I'm very embarrassed to even want to admit how long it took for us to finish that mm-hmm. order. Mm-hmm. But it's going there, so... Give Aaron a uh, a check there on Musky Tackle, and you know for the standard colors, check them out there. And for exclusive colors, talk to Jeff at Team Rhino Outdoors, and he has some very special to him colors. I'm not going to sell them. Don't ask me. They're his. And you can also check out the Fat Easy website for those. And on this website, you can find rod holders, which if you're looking to set up a boat, be sure to. Get in touch with me. I can uh, give you some advice, some opinions, and uh, see what I feel would be best for your setup. It's not always the AZs, but we try our best. So that is the AZ plug. What is the Muddy Creek plug? Yeah. The Muddy Creek plug is Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, mcfishingguides.com. Give us a call. Vance and I are preparing and ready to go. September is here. Doesn't feel, didn't feel like fall today, and it's not going to feel like fall tomorrow. But uh, I always think September, okay, it's fall, but that hasn't happened the last couple seasons. The pretty pretty warm water temps. We went to the South Basin today, and pretty nasty algae, and it was getting pretty warm. So we won't be going back there for a while. But uh, yeah, give us a call. I think I was looking. We have about nine between Vance and I. There's about nine days open in September. Uh, so. If you're interested, call us. They're going to book up. I mean, I have three calls out meandering through call world back and forth. Uh, so some of those people will book. And, uh, yep, I think we got nine days left. October, he'd be here before we know it. Hopefully fall fishing sets in. And hopefully the fall can produce the same as the summer because uh, we've had a we've had a good year. Would you say uh, that you guys good, would very, be very good year. banging fish, baby? We're definitely banging fish, babe. We've both well surpassed our total from last season, you know, each, uh, which that's that, that's kind of incredible, being that we have all September, October, and a couple weeks in November. So, and uh, yeah, it's it, it's been a really great season for us. Some really nice fish, lots of quality fish. So, give us a call. We'll do our best to get you out there. We're having fun with it. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, there's a lot of good fishing yet to come. These are the good old days. Yeah. Too bad you can't hit pause, but <laughs> these are the days of the musky fishing today today. Well how it is like across the industry. It's like whoever's doing it now, I could see myself being like a grumpy old man and being like back in the day. We used to mm-hmm. catch them all the time. You know, how you see those like yeah. angry fishermen. I mm-hmm. 
kind of like how Andy alludes to deer, deer hunting and stuff. And they'll be like, there's no deer, you know, he gets on this, <laughs> this form. <laughs> that, you know, and, and the funny thing is, is like, I'm, I'm going to comment on this a, a, a hair. I hop on a prominent forum and there's a thread that's like, and it's not a good gauge, but they're saying like how awful your season's going or, or how tough the fishing is going to, you know, I, I forget the exact wording, but more or less it was people saying that the fishing has been off for them. And I'm just, you, you look at it and you're like, man, is it really off mm-hmm. or is mm-hmm. it what you're doing? Isn't working mm-hmm. because I'd like to think that they still got to eat. Maybe, oh, yeah. right. maybe the old what you've been going to for the last X amount of years isn't working yeah. or, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's real easy to blame the fish. Yeah. You, you, you bring up a great point. You can even bring this back to Chautauqua Lake. I'm going to, I don't remember the year. I'm going to say it was around uh 2000. It was about the time I, we started doing the Raptor, Andy. 2011, 2011 maybe. 11-ish, yeah. Yeah. There was a year. When, you know, there's a bunch of guys from Ohio, Pennsylvania, a bunch of people have cabins up, not cabins, but like campers and, and, uh, the, the, the lake was so off. Like that year, that, that was right before the Raptor because. Cause you, you had know, the number, swim bait, the swimmers I had to swim bait. Yes. My number was way down. The trolling was absolutely pathetic. I mean, I have friends that come up here. And would fish the weekends and stuff. And most years they'd get, you know, somewhere between, you know, 50 to 100 muskies a season. And, and you're talking, some of these guys had like six, eight. I mean, I think I got like a dozen fish trolling the whole season. No matter where you trolled, no matter what you did, deep, shallow. I mean, I was snagging lures up, something I never do here because you couldn't catch them. So I'm putting them on the bottom, putting them up high. And, the whole, and, you know, a lot of the guys were like, I don't know, man. I think I'm getting rid of my place. I think I'm selling it. Stock was done. And I'm like, okay, you guys remember, a couple of years from now, when we're catching 42s and 45s and 48s, those fish are all in here because they're like 15 years old to get that big. It's like, we just aren't catching them. You know, I don't know what, I don't know how the whole lake can be off or like they can just boycott trolling. But uh, they did. And th- that's the stuff you heard, you know, people just stopped coming. You, you know, I, my one buddy was like, yeah, we went putt putt golfing. He said, I haven't caught a fish the last six times I was out. Now he only trolls. And that year I was catching some fish, but as I said, I remember, you know, I was just meeting Andy and we got to, we got to swim bait and uh, we had good success on it that fall. But when I had guys that had to troll, I was just like, okay, I got all day here. I hope I can get one to bite. But I, I, you know, I, I also knew there was no giant fish kill, mm-hmm. and it happened. All these fish that we're catching now were in here in 2011. Well, these big ones, you know, <laughs> that, that they're that's you know, it's, it's only a few years ago. And I, I said to everybody, just remember, you know, something's up. I know, but uh, they're still here. So yeah, I mean, things can be off. Certain lakes can be off. But um, you know, I, I guess I'm going to probably jump in here. And and we're gonna we're gonna make fun of me for a little bit after you know later on. But <laughs> after having kids, you realize that a year is not really that long of time. And mm-hmm. and I always you know I don't want to say always. I scratch my head now when people are like, "Yeah, this thing that I used to do 
now sucks, so I'm going to go ahead and change the, re- the the course of what I really like. You know, like when I mm-hmm. see, oh, I'm going to sell my boat, I'm going to sell my place, I'm th- this place is done. Like, okay, so it's been a crappy summer. It's been a crappy fall. You're now literally going to be dumping tens of thousands of dollars worth of stuff that you've accumulated because of one bad thing. It's like, yeah. Because of one year, yeah. One yeah. year, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, looking at it, you know, through the eyes of a, a father of two that are still young, I'm like, eh. if it, if I sit on this for a couple of years, no big deal. It's it's really mm. not. I might be yeah, dead exactly. by then, but <laughs> yeah. I yeah. have it now and I'm at least enjoying knowing that I own something. Yeah. Which, Each year is so different too, you know. I mean, last season, Vance and I got to fish for a couple hours today, which that's the second time we've been out. We did a couple hours a couple months ago too, but yeah, I mean, last July was terrible and it's like people were making fun of the lake putting up crying jordan's computer yeah i, I mean, know i remember it was that terrible no you could not it was everybody was it was the weediest messiest nastiest place no matter what you did you know it was a big deal like we got one today we got two today you know now the fishing picked up and you know how how late can do that like july was he towards the end of july we, people started getting a few but you know, the the, the, the mid June through July was absolutely oh awful out here. And this year that. and this year between Vance and I, if you added the two boats together, we were into double digits like every day. Yeah. A lot of times the it, 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 well, a lot of times our single boats were hitting it, but we did it like every day. And and last year how, we know nothing it was the water temps were the same. It's the same lake. The same mm-hmm. fish are still here. All those fish that were catching were in here last year. How could it be that way, you know? And as as you're saying, Andy, it's just, you know, they're doing something that we aren't encountering because when you catch them, they're nice and big and healthy. They're eating. It's just... Yeah, they weren't young of this year. Yeah, they, they don't stock them like trout. They don't put these breeders in that weigh 30 pounds, you know. The fish have been swimming around for 20 years in this lake. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's crazy. The years are crazy. Good luck if you can make stuff, you know, oh, this happened this time of year, this year. So next year, buddy, we're going to be getting them over here. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> it doesn't work very well, but you can try. Fishing, fishing areas, I've never really concentrated on. The areas, <laughs> because you don't catch much, you know, and now it's, it's insane. Same the way the different years are, but so yeah. that's a very long Muddy Creek plug. It is. But, uh, so don't go fishing with you guys last July. Is that is that yeah. the what you take away? Yeah, <laughs> hey, we were we were still getting them, but it just wasn't up to our standards. Right, but I just thought it was a joke. Don't go fishing yeah. with you last yeah. July, like <laughs> 13, 14 mm-hmm. months ago. Mm-hmm. Time travel is real. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. The good old days. Good. The good old days. I like it. St. Croix Rods, best rods on earth. You're in the market for a rod, go check out St. Croix. Yeah, I got to uh, use some of the uh, St. Croix uh, Mojo trolling rods today. I really like them. Um, you know, I think that if if you're running trolling setups and stuff like that, you give that line a, a good look. Um, they're nice. They break down. Todd's running them. 
Um, I know I'm going to be putting in an order for four to six of them. Um, so check out St. Croix. I got it all. Four to six of them. Yeah. That's like re- revamping the whole spread. Absolutely. Or are these backups? Because sometimes you well. run over rods and stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, I need a lot of rods. I, I yeah. Break a lot. You broke something in my boat. Three hours. Did I? Yeah. Oh, we my God. Into... Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, my God. I want to hear about <laughs> it later, not now. <laughs> okay, it was... Yeah, I'm so screwed up. <laughs> you know? I want to hear about it later. really excited. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Check out... uh. Vic Sports Center, Vic's Marine, um, out in Kent, Ohio, uh, for service on your motors, on your boats, all that good stuff. They sell uh, Ranger boats, Starcraft, Star Welds. Um, also, big shout out to Ranger Boats for sponsoring podcast and Muddy Creek. Um, I know I'm loving my vessel, Todd is too, so I'll give them a fair shake as well. And that'll lead us right into Yo Yo. Yo Yo, up down Muskie's Inc. Check out your local chapter. Everywhere that has Muskie's has a local chapter, pretty much. Just about every state, I believe. So get a hold of them. It's very important for us to support Muskie's Inc. It's our sounding board, it's somewhere we can help to get things done. Your local clubs can get as, as involved as they want. And, uh, a lot of stuff can get done with the power of uh, power numbers and just, you know, the voice that can be heard. They know how to get in, they'll help you get in contact with people and, uh, you know, in the, in the industry and the fisheries and, you know, lots of good stuff. The uh, lunge log is really cool. We talk about that, you know, the, the club tournaments, lots of fun to have, be had there. You know, some get pretty big and I know there's a couple of real nice ones they have here on, Chautauqua Lake, the New York chapter, Pennsylvania chapter has them here. You know, it's an easy, there, there's not that many. We don't have all these different clubs that hold tournaments where it's not when you're, you know, we're not bass fishermen here. So uh, if you're into that, gives you a chance, to, gives you an excuse to get on the water. I know back when I was working, not fishing working and working for real, you know, that was a big deal. I would get that club tournament schedule and put that all down on the calendar knowing that I was going to get to go those three days for sure. No matter what the schedule was, I took those off and, you know, throwing four, four or five tournaments a year. And I know there was at least 15 days I was going to get out, you know, so check them out. Lots of, lots of good things going on with Muskie's Inc. nowadays. I'm going to add a little bit to this. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be very vague. The person's going to know who I'm talking about, but I had a, I got information tonight that there has been using the lunge log some internet spying on someone on this show who happened to catch a fish on a DK in Canada. Mm-hmm. That narrows it down to you or Vance. And mm-hmm. the reason I say you is because <laughs> you were responding. I I don't know Vance, are you there? I'm here. I'm Okay, you, you were getting spied on, and this, I guess, set a chain of things in motion. Then, when they saw which bait was used, to uh, then pursue getting such bait. Anyways, I'm shocked. That is the power 
of the lunge log is that you can spy on other anglers and you can spy on the baits that they're using to further aid in your own quest for the muskie. There's sure. a lot of spying that happens on the water <laughs> and on the keyboard too. And Twitter <laughs> <fingers>. <laughs> but it's all, it's all in good fun. Obviously it's uh yeah. voluntary for you to put up all that stuff, but you know, That's like what it's for. in this case, I mean, it's helping sell baits. It's helping with, you know, in, in, in this crew, I don't want to put them as in the newbie category, but they're they're still green. And, you know, that is that's helpful to people. So and that's what that's what you gain access to with that lunch log. I just wanted to bring up a personal story that was told to me, I don't know, five hours ago. <laughs> so awesome. you guys know who you are. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. You told me this. So <laughs> I want to know who it is, but I guess I'll have to wait. You're going to have to look at the lunge log and try to figure it out. I can't see who's spying on me. (laughs) No, but when you start seeing a bunch of local fish caught on DKs, you'll know. There. Play the long game. It's like chess by mail. So, anyways. If you guys had to choose. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys ready? Oh, I'm ready. I got a humdinger for you. Awesome. I'm ready. Okay. I am going to, though I don't completely believe what I'm about to say, we're going to just say take it for, for the actual the verbiage that I'm using. Would you rather strictly cast a trolling lake or strictly troll a casting lake? Do you need me to go uh, first? Well, it, well, I'm really, I mean. So you go to a lake and, and it's, it's everyone in the world says this is a casting lake. They don't hit trolling here. And I'm going to let, I'm going to let Todd go first. Cause I gen, generally, I just like say that. Todd's like, I You're just going to so follow go. what Todd says. <laughs> so you guys first. seem like that. <laughs> you go first. Okay. Here's my thing. I don't believe that one bit. Right, but we have to for this verbiage. <laughs> just yeah. just for this example. Yeah. They I don't, don't believe there's such a thing I was as a casting trolling. Like, now, however, here's the thing. I So w- when you put it that way, yes, this happened to us on the PMPT many times. Show up at a lake. This is a casting lake. They don't hit trolling here. I loved when people said that. Because we trolled. And most of the time we caught fish, you know what I mean? But that's it, impossible. It's, uh, it's a casting lake. It's a casting lake. That, that's what I mean. So I would much rather have someone say, oh, yeah, this is just a casting lake. They only hit little baits. You guys are not going to catch anything trolling those big baits in this lake, you know. And as we've talked about before, at the same time, this was in the fall, and some one of the local guys like, check out this one we caught on an 18-inch sucker today. I'm like, wait a second. They don't hit big baits. Why did they eat the 18-inch sucker? Why the did they eat eating. three pounds of sucker? Yeah, the fish doesn't know whether you're – it's a fish. It's trying to eat something. The fish don't relate to, oh, he's trolling today or they're casting or this guy's jigging and this guy's using live bait. The fish is trying to eat something. So if it's eating a 12- or 14-inch sucker, then it will eat a trolling bait, a big trolling bait, because it doesn't know that you're trolling or it wouldn't eat it, right? I guess. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I mean, I, I – I, I always liked when we went to these other places and, you know, even Cave Run, 
to a certain extent was that way. They were dabbling in trolling and, you know, we, first time we went to cave run, you know, we did very well. Our friends and I caught, caught fish, nice fish. And it, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd rather have somebody, you know, it, when, there are places though that I, I guess you could say like, like, okay, this is a trolling lake and this is a giant deep clear reservoir where the side where all this, the shorelines are like, you know, you can touch the, touch your rod on the shore uh, and you're still in 20 feet of water. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- that that's a little harder for me. I'm not into this open water randomly casting. If I control a fish, why am I going to stand there and cast if I can drag six baits over his head? You know, uh, I'm not going to cast for fish that I control to. Why? <laughs> you know that's just that's just the way i look at it so you know if someone says this is a trolling lake the big teeth put a reservoir probably i'm not really going to be real interested in trying to break the bank there and say "Ooh, let's cast out here in 30 feet of water you know i'd much right. rather do it the other way <laughs> nice all right uh i was going to say the same thing about not believing uh you know you only get them casting here. You only get them trolling. You can get them both ways. Uh, so I would, I would agree with Todd in that sense, but I would, uh, you know, I'd, I'd do both. I'd, I'd just try it with, I, I would do the opposite because, you know, I'd like to just be like, Hey, we caught one trolling today on your all day casting lake or whatever it is. Uh, so if you had to choose, you choose both. I would just choose like the 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 opposite. I would choose opposite of you know choose whatever one they're the opposite of whatever people how they were catching them or something you know. Yeah, and that's that was the way the the question was worded was is the opposite of. Mm -hmm. So go go to like some place like Georgian Bay or another uh, like inlet off the Georgian Bay, something like that. Uh, no, I'd probably like to cast it first, just be, you know, it's, it's a little, uh, it's a little less dangerous in my opinion, uh, driving around, you know, so I'd probably pick it apart casting a little bit, uh, just because of the shoals and stuff and then, uh, you know, find a safe channel and then probably troll, but I don't know. Stuff's neat when... I'm sure everybody listening has heard stories like the one that Todd told where, you know, you only get them this way. Um, and then maybe you, you you take a step back and be like, that's, you know, it doesn't make uh, any, <laughs> it doesn't make any, any, sense. any, any <laughs> sense, you know, it doesn't, it's not logical at all. So, uh, you know, maybe we shouldn't listen to that and, and just try to fish on a, our own and, and figure out something, you know? So I like stuff like that. I used to listen to stuff like that all the time. Um, and then I realized that I was like terrible at fishing. So I was like, this cannot be right. So I'll uh, try to figure something else on my own and uh, eventually still suck at fishing, but got a little bit better. Yeah, so 
obviously, I mean, this this opened up so many different different. I'm going to say misinformation, and like we were all in agreement that we don't believe that there is. This is casting only, trolling only, and you know, other than like the examples that Todd gave, where you're you know you're five feet offshore and you're in fifty foot of water, that that's that's an extreme. I'm going to say, you know, most lakes have some kind of, you know, inlet outlet weed beds, open water for the most part. And so like, obviously it doesn't exist, but I think that the, the example is, well, to give my answer, I would rather cast in a trolling. They only eat them trolling. And it's simply because like what I just said, like with the extreme knocked out, which I don't even know if there's such a lake or body of water, that that can't accommodate both, but I would guess I'd rather grab my casting rod and, and explore and poke around because that's just how I was brought up fishing was to poke around and ex- just dig every little nook and cranny. So I, I that's that's where my answer would lie is I would go and have fun pulling apart every lily pad and log and anything else I could find that might hold a fish. But to kind of address like the overall thing that you know, when this came to my head was, you know, it's, it's easy to follow advice from someone that you may or may not know when all oh, people say, this is this, well, who are these people? Mm-hmm. What, what are their credentials? I mean, you, you could literally be chasing a leprechaun here. So I was like, Oh yeah, you just, you, you don't get them this way. They only eat this bait or they don't eat that bait. Yeah. And I just like, how is, how is that possible? Like, yeah, they're 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 very new or uninformed fishermen, you know. And I, I mean, I we hear. It all what about I like? Still, the... I still hear it all the time. Like, well, she talked. Well, like, now is it a casting or trolling lake? And I'm like, no, it's a musky lake. Do whatever the heck you want. You guys catching jigging out here. You can catch them on. However you want to try to catch them, you know, there's times when we're on really good bites one way or the other, but you know, they're, 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 and all lakes are that way. You know, they're, they're musky lakes. Yeah. And like, let's, let's explore it a little bit more. Okay. So you guys had an incredible August trolling. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there was a chance that if you started, you're like, okay, I know I can catch them trolling right now. Let me find an active population in a weed bed that you think you could have matched the numbers. Like, or is it completely out of the question that there was a casting bite that could have been equal to that trolling bite? I don't, I don't think at this, with, with the way August went, I don't think there's times when it's like that. You take what Andy four years ago or, or Vance, but I don't remember, but I think it was four, maybe five years ago in mm-hmm. August, we were catching them like crazy mm-hmm. casting. When you came up, I said, you need to come now. Yeah. That full what moon with my uncle. Day, like with, we got like 10, we, we, we went out to try to get them fish trolling and we trolled for quite a while. Had we not done that. We, we, we ended with nine fish. fish. We ended nine <laughs> yes. fish. Eight were casting. We were trying to get him one. Yeah. Baker on a board. Yes, and if we would have uh, just stayed with the trolling, we would have caught a lot more. Your uncle was having a hard time getting one casting. That was the only reason we did that. 
<laughs> but you know, the, you know, they're big lakes. There's times that things work. I, I did do a little cat. I've been doing some casting. I've done some half days with guys and uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't run into it. I know there's guys getting some fish out here casting. I don't know whether they're getting the numbers, the trollers were getting, you know, but, uh, but just playing devil's advocate, do you mm-hmm. think then the back of your head that you're like, okay, we're doing good now, but would we do better if we found this? I always, I always think that that's why I like to do some exploring. You know, that's what Vance and I did today. We went to an area that we haven't been in for weeks, you know, just to try. I know we could have went and caught fish. Well, Vance went back out this afternoon and caught him. I know we could have done that, but you know, it's like, I, I wanted to go check. You don't know. What are you missing? No one's been in this area much. I look, I watch, you know, and, uh, are we missing something? You know, could it be really good? That's why. And there, th- sometimes like you, you get to find things like that. I did pull in and cast. We're catching some of these trolling fish very close to like the weeds and stuff, you know, but, uh, I did. I took a couple half days. Guys wanted to cast. We went in there and, you know, they, they saw no fish and we were throwing rubber. We were throwing jerk baits. We were casting very close to uh, the area, but you know, we were in a little tighter. I guess I could, I'm sure we could go out and just cast that open water where we're catching them and probably get some fish, but why if I can drag six holes over them, and have 10 hits that day are we gonna throw something at them to try to get a hit i don't know (laughs) yeah i'm I'm just you know it's one of those things that i will always second guess when i have free time to go which isn't much to go fishing hunting name what it is there's always that man i bet you they're hitting over there Mm -hmm. maybe i should be doing this technique maybe i should be doing that and you end up just kind of when do you actually gain the confidence to say what i'm doing is the best because there's there's no way of gauging it there's no 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 nothing no there's no way of knowing and you know the 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 thing about doing charters and i've done this many times you know i'm you know the, the the people in the charters don't know what you did even though i did the same maybe trolling pass with which might be a three, four mile section, five days straight, did the same exact thing. I am bored. I'm bored with it. You know, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to go down here and do this again. But we're catching fish. There's times when I've done this in the past. It's like, you know what? I can go get them over here too. Well, let me tell you, if you were, you were coming off like five days in a row where you got six to 10 hits every day or something. And you take guys on a trip. You take the guys out on the sixth day and like, I'm tired of that. I'm going here. When it gets like to noon or one o'clock and you have not had a hit casting or trolling, it's, you know, you, it, you really, it's like, how stupid am I? Yeah. To, to leave that you know, fight. Why did I just do this? That was yeah. so stupid. Now these people have, you know, now I've had to be in a boat for five hours. I've been getting them there every day. It's sometimes it get I get we get caught. It gets hard to move on, you know, because how long do you put in? You know, two hours. Then you get to three hours, and you get to four hours. Now the trip's halfway over. It's like we haven't had a hit. I yesterday the last five mornings in a row, we had three in the boat by now, uh, and I left. <laughs> now these guys don't know that, but you do. And then you're scrambled. 
you know, that happens. It's hard to leave them. Leaving fish to find fish. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. There's a lot more we can dig deeper into this one, but oh yeah, I, I'm gonna say at 32 minutes in we should probably switch gears a bit. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, before so, we before we dive in, I'm gonna go ahead and say anyone on Facebook probably saw me put the Ranger up for sale, and to sweeten the deal, you guys ready for this? Yeah. I did not put this in the ad. That was the original podcast studio. Own a piece of history. Yes. There you go. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> yes. I think you should give a discount for a podcast listener, Vance. What do you think? Definitely. Yeah. A brand new. If a podcast listener buys it, a freshly painted Mitch. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You're killing me because I don't have any don't blanks. Have okay. Yeah, if you guys want to wait like MTO style, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> are you are, are rod holders going with it, Andy? Or no? It's it's negotiable. I mean, a lot of the stuff okay. that I have up there is negotiable. I mean, there's some people out there that say, "Well, I got my own electronics." Okay, or I don't want that kicker. I don't mm-hmm. want this. I don't want you know. What can you meet me halfway? One of those things, and it's you know a couple if, AZ couple az holders brand new brand oh, new you gotta say you listen to the podcast yes yep there you go do it right there not just a couple i'm gonna do four with downies there you go there, there. you go four with downies there you go that's a good that's a good one yep i'll need downies we'll put our cuts into that yeah nice yeah see so yeah, vance needs down east bad but he hasn't been here in three months Sorry, man. <laughs> I don't call. I don't write. I don't show up. <laughs> and you just only you when just you fish. need something. Like a kid in college. I need a lot of things, man, and I haven't been there. You know? <laughs> so, I'm just, I've changed. <laughs> I'm giving you a break. <laughs> I got I, soft. I got, I got baits here for you. Heck, I got something else that came in the mail for you today. Okay. Yep. Pink envelope, a yellow piece of paper. The first Uh, one of two. Yes? Yeah. Did I get a bonus one? Because of me, you did. Well, heck, you you got both of them because of me. (laughs) I had to go to Walmart, you know, and that's a mess. You know, I didn't even want to go in that store. but You didn't even pay a nickel for either of these. I didn't. <laughs> no, I had to buy your dough tags because I knew you couldn't do it when with your schedule you've been keeping. And well, there's no post office open. Yeah, it's true. When you're on the water. Well. So, hey, thanks for picking that up. Yeah, so I did all that. So, so when you start <laughs> making fun of me, back. I'm just going to be like, "Yeah, you're a jerk." <laughs> I'm not going to pay you back, to, just so we're clear. I'm not gutting your deer this year. I got it. Oh. I got them fine. I got them fine. Dude. I shoot them in the gut, and I got them. That's just what I do. Gut <laughs> squared. Yeah, okay, Man. two birds, one stone. There you go. So anyways, I got 
barring a catastrophe in two days, I'm going to have a new boat sitting in my pole barn more than likely next to the old boat. And that's probably where they're going to be come spring. So let's just be realistic. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> I, I'm setting Vance up to want to do one liners, but then I'm going to be like, man, yeah, that doe I'm tag. Not, we're, we're, so, so Vance and I get to go fishing for a couple of hours. We're checking out the photos of the boat and it was brought up. And, I know. You know and we're, but both of us were like, so, you think he's going to take it out this year or I don't want to get that newness talking, off of it. So while we're talking about it, Andy, he's like, I'm contemplating repowering this thing. Give me the Vicks. I want to talk to Vic, you know, uh, at Vic's Marine. And then we're like, so now he's going to put a new motor. He, is he going to break it in? Uh, so oh, when I talked to Andy, I haven't talked to Andy lately before the podcast. It's it's the first thing he says. Yes, it's coming. Should be here just in a couple of days. I hope I get to take it out. And I just started laughing because well, because I hope I get to take it out. It. You said it. I, I, I did say it because I, I I want everyone to know at least I'm realistic with expectations. And I brought it up earlier in the show that when you have kids, just oh, we have a bad year, I'm selling my place and, and doing all this stuff and no more boat and I'm done fishing. It's just like, that's a really poor excuse. How about you have kids yeah. that demand every second of your day and, yeah. and you, you go to bed at like midnight. But, but but I see your point. It's great. If you're like, maybe I'll get it out. So let's say you do, you get it out like twice. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, gosh. You're ahead of the game. What I, do, I, what, I mean, can you believe it? I got that boat and I got it out twice, twice as much as I thought. Unbelievable. This is great. Set, set the bar low. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the, the yeah. other reason why I bring that up immediately is because I know what people will be thinking in the back of their minds. And if I at least address the elephant in the room, then, <laughs> yeah. then it's obvious. But like there's – I had some messages, and, and I'm not just talking like one. I'm talking like a handful of people, you know, saying, ah, oh, those new rangers got to you, huh? Something to that effect, and I'm, yeah, yeah. and it's just it's the easy answers like yes, yes they they mm-hmm. did, but you know th- there were other other things, and I don't even know if I'm going to go into them. But like I explained to Todd, and I've explained to Vance, just the dynamic of where I was at when I got the boat five years ago, or even let's go back ten years ago when I first got my little thing that I was dragging around everywhere. It didn't matter where I'd take it down a waterfall. It's changed. And I'm 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 hoping that this is going to be leading what's going to happen in the future as the kids get older. You know, I, I see parents yeah. completely change who they are and what they do based off the kids. And I'm not going to force the kids to want to become, you know, to go fishing with me all the time. But I also don't want them to be like, Daddy, can we go fishing? And I'd be like, yeah, except mommy doesn't like the boat because she thinks you're going to fall out and drown and it's and it's it's completely unfounded the the my my 681 is is a really really good fishing boat but it it just you got to deal with the fears of some you know significant others Mm -hmm. and stuff like that Mm so you kind of look for that and you know the kids are not going to get any smaller you know i fished three out of it this year eight miles off ashore on erie felt perfectly fine but, you know, I'm just looking at, you know, I'm trying to anticipate some things and, and hoping that maybe 
instead of just sitting in the house all the time that we could incorporate, Hey, let's go do something in the boat as a family. Isn't that, isn't that half the fun sitting in the house? No. Oh, Uh, you know, the vision. I mean, that for sure. The uh, half the fun of, you know, getting, getting the boat is, you know, we'll get this, you know, honey, we're getting this new boat. Take the kids out. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's more space. You're definitely uh, going to get that. You know, out. we got an, a new boat it's coming awesome. in. I know that, you know, when, with in the when with working with Vix, and even before that with the tiller, before it was a complete disaster. I could have never figured, you know, imagined it went that way. But that it's almost like that chase game. Um, the vision of you in this new rig and how you expect it to play out, and then getting it, and then using it, and all that stuff. Uh, is like half the fun and it helps with the reasoning of get getting it. And I think everybody on the podcast knows that Andy doesn't have a lot of time to fish. Right. Uh, and when and, I do, and, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It's like it's you're, you're exhausted guy, about wake, it. Waking, waking up at 3 a.m. to go and catch a limit of walleye on Erie to be back to get the kids up. Yeah, to, you know, to so, beat the kids from waking up. That's that's like yeah. that's the fun part. Is can I get a limit and be back home, clean the fish, and be back in the house before the family wakes up? That's an enjoyable day. That and and from that for me, that is not enjoyable. Insane. Not enjoyable. <laughs> especially especially when you uh, launch in one of the like most impo- like in Povertyville and <laughs> where there's danger <laughs> and, and it's just like the most dangerous area you just like put that on just you know am I going to get out alive today the and people are still wandering the streets yeah like, yeah they haven't gone to bed yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and you're just like and, and Andy's like come out and fish with me I'm like well you know I don't want to die and <laughs> It has nothing to do with the waves on on the body of water. I, I just I'm going to pass on on the fishing experience. Thank you. <laughs> Please text me when you're okay. <laughs> I'll have nine in one dialed. Just send the text. <laughs> yeah. So but, I mean, I'm 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 excited. You're getting a new rig. Heck yeah. You know. I mean, it's. It's awesome, you know, and it's just something else to tinker with, and it's fun, you know. You getting it set up, you're going to be doing that and playing with it, and getting the speeds up, and you know, RPMs, and I can't wait to see all that stuff. But (laughs) yeah, you know, get (laughs) max jack plates and you get drops. You get yeah, you get to do it. You get to do it yourself. And like it's a very controlled environment, whereas like you you know you've you've done it for so many other people, and you've done it for me, and you've heard all my woe stories and where I'm at, and you know so it'll be interesting to to see you do that on your own. It'll be very simple for you, but uh, you know it's going to be a long process. Hey, I, I just still, I, I just I did this. Wanted, Let's I, see uh, in June how how it tests out. Yeah. You wanna... I w- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? Uh, okay, so tell I us about to see the, it. Tell I us about see... the boat. Yeah. Okay, it's a 
617 Ranger. The model okay. years of 2002. They made them for 99 to 2004, and it's a very hard model to seem to locate. And uh, I ended up finding this one on Craigslist after an exhausting search just to try to find one close. And when we went to Niagara Falls a few weeks back, the closest one that I'm going to probably say in proximity to me was 20 minutes from the falls. And we ended up having enough time to to go and take a look at it and stuff. And like Vance, Vance knows, I don't think I put Owen, my, my, my boy in Todd's boat, but Vance, what does Owen do when he goes in your boat? Oh, he tells me like the blueprint of how he's going to destroy it. That's right. He's going to be <laughs> four going four to... years old in November, and I'm going to burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> As he slams every compartment and the windshield and oh, pushes yeah. every button possible in in a little boy's aggressive way. Yeah, tell it and. Uh, Say it again, how he's like looking at me and saying, I'm going to burn your boat down. And I'm like, okay, kid, you're like, you're scared now. Yeah. So. And then he's going to take your hat and you're going to cry. I'm like, this is beyond cute. I'm a little scared. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when he pulled the pack of matches out of his pocket. Dude, I'm like, Andy, what? Help. Yeah. <laughs> he has you tied up. <laughs> so, but. So we went and looked at this other one and like they wanted to get in the boat so bad. And I just like, if, if this guy had a security camera, cause this, this, this fellow was nice enough to leave his boat uncovered in the driveway. Cause I came there when he was at work and I had to like kneel down in front of the kids. And I'm like, you don't touch anything. Like I had to give this slow, you know, very firm talk. You're not slamming stuff. And if any indication that you're about to, you're out. And they, for the most part, they were good, but then it was time for them to get out. And so I, I at least got to look into one and what have you, other than just looking at pictures, because, you know, I, I had a, a vision of what I thought the next step for me was. And that 617 wasn't it until I had some, some times fishing with a, with, you know, three people out of my boat. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to shift kind of back here just for the layout factor. And, uh, you know, so I, so I got that one. I'm going to be putting my Tarova on the front of it. It's coming with a maximum 74 pounds. So I'm going to be pulling my Tarova off, hooking that up to the front of this boat. It has a 130 Yamaha on the back. And I want to at least dress the, the, the whole thing of the repowering. When I was sitting, you know, trying to get one of the kids to sleep, I remember when we did that show at Vicks, they had some like boat motors tucked under some ridge rack with dust on them. Do you remember that? Yes. And I was wondering, I'm like, what's the story there? Because I know that Vance has his Yamaha, but that wasn't the first motor that came on that boat. Mm-hmm. And And I was just curious about that. And I'm like, well, we talk about these guys on the show. Maybe I should look into this and, you know, just, I'm curious over it because, mm-hmm. and, and this Todd's already heard this like 10 minutes before the show started. So I don't know if I really talked to Vance at length of this. So my boat currently has a 115 Johnson on it. It came 
with a VRO, which is a variable rate oiler. And you you look that up enough, everyone, it, it's completely split down the middle. Oh, it's the best thing ever. Oh, it's going to blow up your motor. So putting my kicker on the back of, of my 681, which is a premix two-stroke, it was it was a pretty easy decision for me to remove the the VRO from my 115, and I just premix the tank. It's not that big of a deal. People make a bigger deal about it than what it is. You pour oil into this measuring cup, you dump it in the tank, and then you go to the pump and fill it up. It takes an extra 30 seconds. So that that VRO kind of mixed the gas and the oil pre crankcase. What you know, they're, they're it's done in the carburetors. This Yamaha, I did some looking. It's actually squirting the oil like at the reed cage in in the engine block. And I'm like, man, do I really want to take this oiler off this motor? And I start looking. I'm like, well, my kicker is rendered useless because I'm not going to be bringing a two gallon gas can to hook my nine nine up to this for premix because I'm going to have straight gas in the fuel tank. So. That leads me to, I'm going to troll with this 130, whether it be, you know, that this time of year, I'm probably not going to make it back on Erie till next June. And so I might have five trips in me next year. Do I want to troll with the big motor and maybe get a smaller four-stroke kicker? You know, so at, at what point, Todd, I remember you saying that you're 125 on your Lund you seem to mm-hmm. catch more fish or bigger fish with the 125 running than you did the 99. Oh, I, yeah, we, we we always said that. I Do you believe yeah. it? I think I did. I liked it. I, you know, the sound the little 99 was very wound up. I mean, yeah. I mean, we we did call it the big fish motor the big Let's fish the big, yeah that's <laughs> true the big one for a while yeah it doesn't get very good gas mileage and as the hours and years go by it smokes a little more well it's it a little gets a little annoying but right yeah so so where i'm at right now is i have a clean 130 two stroke that i can wrench on it all day long yeah that limits me to now i'm going to have a four stroke kicker and what i've was explaining, you know, earlier, I don't have to keep saying that, is that that 617 that I looked at in Canada had a six horsepower Mercury four-stroke kicker. And six horse is not going to get me to musky speed. It might get me close, but I don't think it's going to get me there. But it will get me walleye speed. And then at that point, when I do musky troll, it's going to be off the big motor. Because now I'm not going to be at an idle. I'm going to be up a little bit. So I'm, my my fear of fouling plugs and stuff like that is really shouldn't even be there because it's it's an oil you know oil injected motor. So it's going to have mm-hmm. it's going to know how much oil it's going to want. And that's that six horse being with the kids being small. I could it's 57 pounds. I can unclamp it from the transom and go hang it on some John boat somewhere and put around some little lake. You know, like a, a farm pond, what have you. That's that's one scenario. I can run it off the main fuel tank. It has a built-in gas tank above the motor that it's very portable. There is nice with the flexibility. It's there. Or the 130 runs good, 
turn around and sell that for whatever the motor's worth. You know, it, it depends. It's worth worth what the buyer will, will pay for it. That will pay for a decent chunk of like a new a newer four stroke, whether it's a remanufactured, a used, or a brand new. So at that point, you might knock a third of the price off of a new motor. Now I have a four-stroke that control walleye and muskies, and it's going to have a warranty that I'm probably never going to hit like an hour. If there's like an hour warranty on it, I'm never going to hit it. Hmm. And just be like, okay, so for the price of this boat, plus the price of the new motor, minus the difference of selling the old motor, I'm still half of what? a brand new Ranger would cost. Yeah. What's the, uh, this what, is the, what does this that, is the chase get? max out at. It maxes at 150. You can do a 150. Okay. This is what I was talking about. Like the excitement of getting a new purchase, mm-hmm. uh, all these different scenarios. This is all fun stuff to, to, uh, talk about and, uh, go over in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mixed in We've with, done it a lot. Yeah. Mixed in with, purchase. I wouldn't have a one gallon, oil tank hidden in one of my compartments it frees up some space now that's that's something oh that's petty when you're limited on space that that is you know i don't think it's worth the price of a new motor but um there's just there's all these moving parts there which would be let's um you know let me get it and run it first and it, mm-hmm. it, the thing might purr like a kitten and at that point i'm like hey guess what I'm just going to run this thing till it blows up or I'm going to run it for a year. I'm going to do whatever. But you know, the, the old thing of is when do you trade in a car? I know guys that won't hit 50,000 miles and they're trading mm-hmm. in their car and truck because they say as soon as it hits 50, it's not worth as much. Yeah. But you can probably go another 80,000 miles without many problems, but then the vehicle isn't worth as much. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't know there's, there's no yeah. right or wrong. But at this point, I can at least explore it because it's free to explore. Oh, yeah. And like Van says, it's fun. Fun stuff. So. Well, you're getting a new boat. Yeah, I might I might be an owner of two boats for a while. We'll see. Been there. It's fun. Yeah, but can uh, I store this one at your house like you stored the one at mine? You can. <laughs> It will not be as nice of storage, but you can. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, we should make a bet. Or like, is it, is it going to be making fun of me? Because I'll, I'll, I'll join in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, will Andy get out in his new boat and catch a muskie this year? Hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to say yes, but then I thought about it and I said I better not. <laughs> Man. I mean, you, you, you certainly can do that, but... Yeah, and here's should... the other thing is like, I still have the other boat. I could just easily hook that one up and go. Like but, I, no, I could have done for the last three happens. years, but... It has to. It has to be this new one. What do I get if I do it? Um. Let me guess. I get a Raptor of my choice, right? Mm-mm. I 
do something, you know. Case of case of cream soda. Cream soda. I was trying to think whether it was root beer or whatever. Cream soda. Do you know how um, long it's been since I've had a cream soda? Really? Oh my gosh. I'll uh like uh, ten pounds of deer sausage, something like that. Uh, how about you guys pay for my buck to get processed completely into jerky? Jeez, <laughs> very expensive. That's a big bet. Yeah, that's a big one. That'd be like a four hundred dollar bet. Now, now we have to. If we're doing that, we're gonna have to do like an inch thing. Oh gosh. <laughs> hey, we're gonna think about this. The boat will be here in a few days. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right, our, our topic, which we I'm were excited. gonna. I'm excited. Congratulations! It's not here yet. I have to be real. You've been thinking. You've been thinking about that model for so long. I have wow, been. You did it. It's very cool. And if for nothing else, it's going to be very shiny and pretty for a while. That's a good thing about Rangers. Mine polished up real nice. They're sparkly. Yep. They are sparkly. Okay, we're fifty-seven into this one. Let's 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 get into the topic a little bit. So, Vance, is that your Damn air conditioner? Hair. That's mine. Just kicked on. Let me turn it off. Okay, it sounded like a plane was taking off. Yeah, yeah. These camper camper ACs do that. I was like, yeah. jacked mine up to try to keep mine off for these podcasts, but they keep kicking on. It's really hot yeah. up here for these. Yeah. Guys. The end of summer or whatever fall, beginning of fall, it's still, my God, it was like 90 degrees today. But um, Frustration of the 50. Mm -hmm. This can be looked at so many different ways. Mm -hmm. But Vance and Todd had some frustration of the 50s. Well, Mm -hmm. not really frustration, but I mean, it's just. It goes good with 50. yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The fifty-inch fish. Of course, that's the goal. Some people, it's really not a goal. There's people that are size snobs, really, and would consider a fifty a small fish. Um, that's where my general frustration comes with it, but. uh the 50-inch fish, that's, you know, what, I mean, that, that is the goal in musky fishing, right? Yeah, let's... 50-inch. Uh, let's, let's, I'm going to back this up just a hair. So, 50-inch, now, I didn't do any homework on this one. That is, that's almost, if the fish gets old enough, that would be predetermined genetically. Do you think that's correct? That that you know, like I'm not going to get to be six foot five. I'm maxing out. Oh here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. Some so, of these, you know, many, many, many fish die. I mean, we've talked about it. Many of the, most of the most of the males don't. They're not above that. forty. Yeah, you know, we we've we brought it up. So you're taking a whole bunch of these fish right out of the mix if you're just on this quest and and we all are everyone's on a quest their first 50 to get that first one or to get that you know the next one uh but you know we talked to the guy that was 32 years pennsylvania fish commission he did all the netting in pennsylvania uh for their for their stocking or you know to to get the eggs and stuff and 
he says in 32 years, the biggest male they ever handled was 43 inches long. So that's telling you that, you know, and his saying was, you know, the big ones were all females. And I think that's true across the board, you know, so a lot of these fish just are never going to reach it. And not every female is going to reach that big. You know, I think there's a lot of fish die of old age. That they might only be 45 inches, you know, they've lived their life, but, uh, you know, yeah, it, get, it, it, it gets frustrating. And, uh, you know, the, what, one part of it gets frustrating is, I mean, we're going to, I'm going, I'm going to go straight to like the television shows you watch on TV. I've seen it many times, you know, guys catch a fish. It's a nice fish. You watch the whole pr procedure. They get it in. They bring it on board. They take their pictures. They do what they do. They lay it in the water. And as it swims away, they're like, that's a 54 inch class fish and I've, or 50 inch. That's a, that's a 50 inch fish. Many times when I've been watching, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? It was a nice fish. I, I don't think in a million years, that thing was as big as you're saying. And that's happened. You know, it, it just happens all the time. Uh, I get calls from people like, well, what's the average size fish like 50? And I'm like, what? Average size 50? No, you know, it's nowhere near that. Uh, you know, the number just gets thrown out there and you see these, we see pictures all the time floating around and, you know, fish that don't hit the bump words. And I get so told all the time at the, oh, remember last year? We, yeah, we're going to book. You remember last year we caught the 52? And, you know, it's hard not to just say, no, I don't remember that because that didn't happen. Because <laughs> I would remember it, you know. But I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'll remember you when you get here. I, he's like, oh, remember we got that 52. N no. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, we do. I don't bump all these small fish. I mean, what's the difference? We got one the other day, and, and I said, it's nice. It's a 45. And they wanted to measure it, and we laid it down. And he's like, wow, it's a 45. I said, yeah, I know. It was, I, know it was <laughs> I didn't stutter. <laughs> I told you this before. No, you know, we don't, you can't do that all the time, but we're not calling them 50. A lot of our fish here are, wow, that's a really nice fish. It weighs 30 some pounds. I'm going to bump it. It's going to be 48 and three quarter, 49 and a half, 49. It just happens. Mm -hmm. That's where our fish, a lot of our fish seem to sort of match there. They're beautiful, big fish, but it's like, it's going to be another one that just is undersized under the 50 mark, you know, but, uh, no, it, that, it, it gets frustrating. That works into the, the frustration, even from a, a mm. fisherman's uh, standpoint. You know, that's the goal for everybody: fifty inches. So mm. you you start this, uh, you know, quest to try to get a fifty. You know, every day you try to get a fifty when you're out out there musky fishing. You know, um, that's frustrating. Uh, you know, when you don't, when you don't get them, I'm sure people are like, man, I really want to catch a 50. I've been doing this for so many years and I, I never have mm -hmm. that. That's, I put this time on the water, you know, put all this like hard work into water. People always say hard work in musky fishing. It's hard work. It's really not. It's hooks and lines and it's just, it should be fun. Um, It's with where social media and yeah. Oh, and 
all, all the you know technology today uh, is is really pressing that 50 inch mark uh, even more uh, to there are, uh, and, and you, you know, almost feel feel incompetent if you don't get them mm-hmm. uh, you know you have to yeah. get a 50 oh this is you know my first 50 blah 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 yeah you know, uh, that that leads into frustration so if you get this guy out there fishing and you never caught one People have been doing it for years in lakes that, uh, years, 20 years. I've been fishing for muskies 20 years. I've never caught a 50, you know, mm-hmm. and with how it's presented almost with ease, uh, yeah, to get one of these things, it can deal, it, it can, it can lead to a lot of fishermen frustration, like, Okay, I, I've not got one, uh, or in, or they got, you know, a thirty-pound forty-nine, and yeah, it was a forty-nine. But guess what? It was not a fifty. Yeah, you know, it was a forty-nine. And, and, it wasn't a fifty. So you know, still asking, still cares about still that questing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, you know, there it's are like, definitely... dude, you just caught, a, you just caught a great fish. Like what the hell? You know? Yeah, that's it's amazing. I'd be I'd be happy with a a forty nine on uh, Lake St Clair, Lake Chautauqua, yeah, you know anywhere, yeah. I'd, uh, the Georgian Bay. I'd be I'd still be like that's that's a that's a great fish. And you hear all mm-hmm. these stories, and we shook the fish off. You know, it wasn't a fifty. You know, that's we just those are those are nothing. I'm I'm yeah. a very very proud man. Well, man. I, this is beneath me. This is not. I'm I'm the man, and that leads to the frustration of getting to that mark, and it throws all these other fish to the wayside, and it can make you feel incompetent. But you know that that leads into it. Big part of that is seeing some of these fish that are are cl- now now there's ones you're seeing on the internet. TV shows, magazines. Um, like here's a nice 50 inch fish, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's probably it's probably not a 50." You know, but we're saying it's a 50. There's there's places that are putting them out. Here's a 50. Here's a 50. 50. 50. 50. And you're seeing all this stuff, and you're like, Jesus. And that le- leads to, to things like, you know, what what you get today, you know, you you got like, you know, six fifties, right? Stuff like that. Or, you know, your average size fish is a 50 on your charters, yeah. right? And, and I you're get, like, you know, no, what, what, I, I, like, I, yeah, I, we get, we not. get calls. Uh, I, I get calls like, so I, I really want to catch 50. What's my chances? Yeah. And I, you, you know, you have to be honest. There are, yes, there are places where that put up a lot more fifties than where we fish. Let's we're just we're gonna be honest here. <laughs> we have a high population lake. There's a lot of nice fish. There's a lot of thirty pound fish, but uh yeah, you know, and I'm like, you wanna you better book very large portion of the season. It could happen on the first day, but uh yeah. Chances are it's it, it's not, you know. And uh realistically they can also say, well, good gosh, how big are some of those fish? 
you know. Well, yes, some of the fish on the website are 50, and that one was. How about when we were at Vicks uh, doing the little show, and we were talking to those guys, and, you know, they were asking about 50s, and we're like, yeah, I mean, we get some every year. It's not like they're coming on our boat every day, believe me. You know, he's like, well, how big is that fish? And he pointed to the fish picture. He said, that fish has to be like 60. Mm-hmm. It's a 49. Remember when he pointed at that picture mm-hmm. on the on the thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's a huge fish. Yeah, it is. It was like a mid to upper 30-pound fish, but it was 49. Uh <laughs> and I think it skews some people's thinking when they are looking at pictures all the time of fifties and it's like how come those ones look so big? Yeah. And they're not so, well. So you you, <laughs> you you run you run into with how uh loose that number is thrown around. Yeah. yeah. Uh you you run into this uh crazy craziness of like, you know, we'll just use what Yes. Our field, what we have, what what we we catch, you know. So you get a great looking fish, mm-hmm. in Chautauqua Lake. It's a big, like you know, forty eight, forty seven, forty six, sometimes you know, thirty pounders, and like yeah, it's a forty six, you know. But it's yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, that's got to be a fifty, and they're like, no, it's a forty six. Oh well, then whatever. Yeah. I mean, and then you get, and then it's the other way around. Here's a, here's a 50. And you're like, you're thinking in your head, you're just like, that is not, it's not. (laughs) Why would you say that? It's not. I've said that, you know, most of the, most of the bass guys, well, I'm not going to say most, a high percentage of the bass guys that fish here, that come here for a couple tournaments a year. I have caught much larger fish than I've ever caught or any of my musky fishing friends have ever caught out of this lake. Mm-hmm. But they didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know. I even see, you, 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 you see, you, you just see pictures all the time. And mm. with the awe of the 50-inch fish and how important yeah. it is and how it's the goal, it's the goal, you know, you're out there to get a big fish. That's why people fish for muskies. They want the big one. They might want a lot of them, but in the back of their mind, they, they want the big one. It's fun to catch big fish. This has been instilled in your mind to get the, to the 50-inch mark. Doesn't matter if you're a, if it's your first day of muskie fishing or if you're into it. You know, if you've done it for a while, you still want the 50 because that's how it's thrown out there. It, it, it's it's the goal. And it, it, so when I see like a photo <clears throat> and, you know, I, I'll be honest, I want a 50 every day. Mm-hmm. And when I see it so loosely thrown out there, it makes me speculate on things. It makes me say, okay, yeah, that's a 50. Awesome. Or there's no way. Why would you say that? It's or like yeah. It's got there. There has to be proof, you know. I, I shouldn't be second guessing this. 
Uh, and and that's that's the frustration of this 50 inch mark with me personally um, I'm like yeah it is or yeah it isn't and if it isn't why would you say that I don't want to be questioning the photo but th that's me just like full disclosure of like how the industry is uh, and uh, my up upbringing in, in musky fishing I mean you're I would say you're 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 lying if you don't you don't do that with with you know the the photos you see and stuff. Um, but you know that that is the annoying thing uh, about musky fishing. It's all like driven from social media, essentially. Uh, you know. I'm gonna go when out. We get, when we get when we get a when we get a fifty out of here, it's like you know the most special thing i could i could think of on, on the lake you know to do that out of this lake you know, i would carry it to any other lake too other people that you know small 50s and small a small fish i think it's a great fish across the region i think 48's a great fish i think every fish is a great fish but <laughs> you still like you, you know you it's still put in the back your mind as a musky angler that you have to hit this this inch mark and it's growing and it's getting even bigger uh, for people so it started at like 50 and it's growing and growing and growing because people are saying 50 inches are small in some bodies of water it's got to be like 54 55 57 now and you know, so it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and that's the that's the most frustrating thing in musky fishing for me. You know, outside of the normal woes, but that inch mark, that fifty inch mark, is is a beautiful thing, and it's a terrible thing too. Um, that that's just placed into people's minds that you have to get one as a musky angler, and kind of if you never did. Um, with what's out there, you can feel incompetent, and that's very sad to me. But so, I'm going to add to this, and it's a little bit, a little bit backwards. Is that aside from all the jokes that you know I even put upon myself, I almost don't want a fifty. And it's not that like, oh, crap, another big giant fish came in. It's, first off, if anybody knows me personally, I'll outwork anybody there is for something. And if I just show up to a lake, let's just say like Vance's little gentleman's bet. Um, if I went up to Chautauqua with the new boat and within five minutes I put a bait out there or I'm casting and I go and net a 50, it's I, I I wouldn't feel like I earned it. To me, it's 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 like this. It, it would be more hollow. It, it's like a kid showing up, first fish ever, fifty five, or shoots a big giant buck, like a two hundred inch buck, and all of a sudden they're like, "Yeah, that kid's ruined." I kind of want that elusive chase. If it's forty nine and a half, it's forty nine and a half. If it's 30 inches, it's 30 inches. To to just have this, you know, 
really special thing happen and I didn't feel like I put any any effort into it aside from just being in the right place at the right time. There's an element of luck. And if if luck just happens to strike, I'm just, you know, it, it's more hollow. Yeah, I'll be happy. I'm not saying I don't want another one. I already got one. And I was lucky. It was like number three that I caught. And, you know, it's almost like I don't want it because I haven't put in my time yet. I started a new job. I've had two months into it. Next thing you know, I'm promoted to boss. You, you really didn't feel like you earned that position. And I, and, and it's not that, that fish is going to give you street cred so you can go and, you know, go do whatever you want on social media and say, look at what I've done. What have you ever done? It, it's not so much that. It's just that I look at people like Vance and Todd and they're out there grinding it every day. And how many did you guys get out of Chautauqua this year? Two? 250 250s between the both of you and I, I'm I'm I I don't even want to tease numbers but that's under a half a percent mm-hmm. and for just me crumb bum off the street go up there and and, and get a legitimate 50 I look at I'm like man I didn't deserve this I wish I could somehow put this over on you guys you earned I it. think I, I didn't it, it, yeah it goes it, it goes into the guiding. I mean, we, we take guys that fish for muskies all the time. We take people that have never done it. I know, I think in Vance's situation, the last three you've got out of here, they were all those people's first fish, correct? Vance. Not Vicky's. No. Not, not, not Vicky's. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, but, uh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Two, two, two yeah. of your three. Vickies, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, that's right, uh, two, Yeah, so two items, yeah. three were. And I know the last, man. I know the last three that I got were the people's first fish. So it goes down to now, you know, a, a lady caught one last year. She was scared to death of it. She didn't want to touch it. Yeah, you know, and we we brought it in, and I'm holding it, and she had no clue what just happened. You know. It's like I couldn't take these other people out that day because I was with them. And, you know, during even during the uh, they asked how we did, I sent them a picture. I was like, I really wish you were with me today. Yeah, because I would have loved to have seen you reeled it. Not that the lady wasn't excited. She knew a little bit as we talked as the trip went on. Uh, but there was another boyfriend girlfriend that i've taken many times and you know man i wish she would have caught that fish <laughs> but what do you do you know oh, it, it doesn't ha- so, it doesn't happen all the time that's why yeah, it's, yeah, it's very yeah, special yeah, but it yeah, and yeah. it but it's thrown out there so loosely another you know, 50, mm-hmm. 50, 50, 50 we got a 50 50 blah 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 but it's well, here's another mm-hmm. spotted 50 hmm. <laughs> probably not you know but yeah. here it is that's why I still get so giddy when when we get them, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, Vicky Banks is like, "What the hell is this kid doing?" <laughs> you know, I'm like, and it's like that's incredible, you know. This is yeah. t- time on this water. Right. You, you, you know, it's it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you try to compose yourself and stuff like that, but 
you know, there it is. There's the 50. Oh my gosh. You know, it's still very special. Uh, it's because that's what put into my brain, you know, from all these moving parts in the muskie industry, you know, big fish. That's what you have to get, you know, or you're, you know, good. You know, that's how I, I, you know, it's, it's just how it is in, in, in the muskie industry. And like I said, I, I don't like that aspect of it. And I try to like take a step away from it. And, you know, it's like really like a gut punch to me when we go out and, t- you know, with, with somebody and they, uh, they reel in a big one and it's a 30 pounder and it's not 50 and they're disappointed that it's not 50 or they'll be like really excited and then they'll be like, man, I just, you know, I can't believe that thing wasn't a 50 and I'm like, Jesus, man, like that's a, <laughs> yeah. that is a great fish. Like yeah. I would kill for that every day. You know, like that's a, that's a fantastic, well, it's a, it's a dink, you know, or, you know, like 51 inch fish is a dink on Georgian Bay or the St. Lawrence or whatever, you know, I'm like, come on, who do you think you are saying that stuff? It, well, so uh, part of that, you know, I, let's look at the bright side of that. So the level of disappointment can also be, oh, this one's not that big. Don't even net it. It's a 48. That 48 is going to have a much better chance of making 50 than a 32, regardless of male or female, because it's yeah, already, it's, already it's, it's that there. close. It's that close. So kind of like when I started off, essentially for easy numbers, half of the fish that are survived, you know, the first year aren't, are, are just statistically not even going to make it. So just take half the fish, all the males and say, yeah, you're probably, unless you're a freak, you're not going to make 50. Then what percent of the females actually have the genes to go the distance? I, I, I don't know. I don't even want to venture a mm. guess, but now you're starting to look at this statistically like, Okay, so we have a X amount of acre lake. They get this many fish a year. Half of those fish yeah. are probably going to die before the first year. Half of those fish are not even going to, they're not even in the running. Are we talking yeah. 1%? And that's, and that's stocked. That's oh, stocked. That's low. You know, and it, it's a stocked lake, you know, and what about the natural areas? Right. So if, if, if don't do any stocking. If the genetics aren't there, they're just not there. But what I'm getting yeah. at is that person that's just like, I'm after this. It, it's, they're going to exhaust themselves kind of like the whole, mm-hmm. the whole thing that I was just like, I almost don't want it because I still want that drive in the back of my head to keep after it. I haven't worked for it yet. I haven't earned it. You can get that sure. frustration when like Todd, what'd you say? 700 fish before your first 50. Yeah. yeah. You earned your first 50. You, you, you yeah. earned that one. And, you know, that person that's just going to be recycling these fish, like not big enough, not big enough. Yeah, that's a poor attitude, but it actually really helps the fish because they might just be quicker to release them so they can try to go get the next one. They get burnt out or whatever. If they stick with it, it don't matter. They're not going to be handling these fish 
a 30 inch fish to get 17 photos changing hats and shirts and hitting all their sponsors, that 30 inch fish might be the genetic freak that's going to hit 50. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's dead, it's not going to grow any bigger. So the plus side of it is if they're just literally just pulling them, yanking the hooks out and go, it could be. There's obviously a lot of avenues with this 50 inch mark, positivity, negativity. Um, that's what dealing with all this frustration. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, that, I mean, there's definitely that areas. There's, yeah, there's, there's definitely, you know, areas and different strains of fish. There's no doubt, you know, those Minnesota fish, those spotted ones, they get a lot longer. The St. Lawrence the spotted fish, they just get a lot longer than most of the fish people are fishing for in most of the states, you know, <laughs> In the United States, all, yeah. all the states, yeah, in Absolutely. all the states, you know, they, they, they just do. And that's why people put their quest to do that, you know. Uh, and, that, and, and there's, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that in that angle. No. That's how no. you're, you know. Or if you're from that area, you're blessed. Okay, like, yeah, like, okay, I, I have fished for muskies all my life in this area. I, I need to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, I'd, I'd like to just, you know, try to catch a big one now. We do that. Uh, you do that when you go to camp. That's why I go to camp. You know? That's why I go to camp. <laughs> exactly. go to camp. You, know, you know, for that quest. Yeah. <laughs> do that. Yep. It's put, put in your mind about this mm-hmm. 50 inch mark. Put in your mind as a musky angler. Yeah. And there is a lot of positive and negativity with that 50 inch mm-hmm. mark, whether it comes to the controversial side of it, uh, you know, the way you look just, and part of the, 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 you know, one of the neat things you said was when, you know, you get a big fish in the net with an experienced musky guy and you're, he's excited and you lay it down and it's, you know, probably a 34 pound fish and it's 49. Mm-hmm. If they lose, you know, if they lose any excitement because of that, that that's a negative part of it, you know? Absolutely. Why would you lose that excitement? I mean, it might be, you know, you know, to me, if you're excited because it's a big fish and it's the biggest one you ever caught, then good. Be excited. Who cares <laughs> if it's 49, you know? Mm-hmm. Stay excited. Don't be like, oh, darn it. Now I yeah. gotta keep doing this, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there's there's people that do that, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to catch a 50 inch musky. I'd like a uh, 200 inch buck. Yeah. You know, I'd like this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And they're done. And that's cool. But the 50 inch mark. And musky fishing is the goal. There's a lot of negative stuff. There's a lot of positive stuff with it. Of course, catching it. If you still think that inch mark is is the goal, like I said, it's getting bigger and bigger uh, from what I see. At least that's the way that I'm taking it. Uh, that's, you know, the it, writing on the wall. With it, the, it's a moving the, goal post. Mm. 
you know, it's 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 just to separate the elitists. It is there, and there, there's there's a there's a ton of that, and you know, I'm still excited every day, go out there, and uh, you know, I guess the goal is, of course, you want to catch a big one, but you know, the goal is to make sure everybody has a good time. Um, that's my goal, but you still get that musky mindset. You know, sometimes the the majority of the clients, they don't know. That's why they're coming out with you. You give them a real nice day on the water. You give them a real shit day on the water. You know, they might think, you know, two fish is great. One fish is great. One fish is poor. But you can't help as a musky angler think about that inch mark and uh like i said it it brings a lot of different emotion to the table that inch mark so it'll never change Mm -mm. something you got to deal with and uh something a long time before i get another 50 out of stock with legitimate you know Good luck and good luck and go get them. That's all. Enjoy the quest. Yeah. Yeah. So something that will change and that might not have been enjoyable. This is my segue. This hot weather. And I guess there was a story from Todd and Vance today that was a debacle. Oh, yeah. Well, let's hear about about the thing, thing that I broke. On the boat, you know, Todd's got this like flashy boat, you know, it's a lot cooler than mine, literally and figuratively. It's white and mine is like, it's essentially like a solar oven that you would like win every, every science project in your, you just like pull my boat there on a hot day and you would like win your, we're making solar oven science project competition in like sixth grade, it bakes in there. Todd also has this like awesome spray down kit, you know, to clean his boat. My boat's very dirty. Todd has like told me that a lot. <laughs> like you don't even like clean, clean this thing. I'm like, yeah, good car, car well, and stuff, you know, <laughs> it started with, we were, as we were trolling, we occasionally get these bullheads hit the musky lures catfish god yeah so we have we're looking and vance has caught a bullhead he brings it in and he's going about trying to get it off and you're just like shaking it and in the meantime i get a phone call i'm talking to the guy oh yeah we, yeah, we got this and that and and uh oh you're out on the water yeah how's it going and that's like oh now we we're we're playing around we've only been out a little bit we haven't got much and the guy he, and he's like, you have, like the next two weeks, I was like, I have nothing open, but some other guy, I'm actually out here with him today, we're exploring a little bit, and, and uh, oh yeah, and he's like, you know, I said, uh, yeah, we, we, we're, he's dealing with a fish right now, he's, he's a catfish specialist, <laughs> and the guy, and the guy says, what? I said no. He's not a catfish. <laughs> he's trying to take one off right now, and there's uh, blood flying all over my boat. 
Yeah, I got blood I got flying. Oh, yeah. it's flying. He's shaking it, and the thing was bleeding badly. He can't. We can't get it off, you know. So I do the whole converse, conversation with the guy, and he now he knows in advance. He's not a catfish specialist, but the guy's response was very, "Oh, okay." No, that's what he said. Oh, okay. But you didn't put confidence <laughs> in it, yeah. you know. You're like, yeah, but you know, the the other guy in the company, you know, he's he's more of a catfish guy, but uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, he goes up and musky fishes occasionally. No, so we're, we're laughing about it. We ended up getting the catfish off finally. So I take my hose and spray it all out. And uh, you had to you had to get the thing off for me. I had to get it off. Okay, wait. Yeah, so Vance could not there. unhook his own fish. <laughs> no. no, it was bad. It okay. was, uh, yeah. <clears throat> While Todd was on the phone, describe to me your technique for removing this bullhead if it if it literally shaved. meant that blood was flying all over the boat. Yes. Well, all right, my tech I mean the thing was buried. You know, this thing took it like it was it was in the mouth and <laughs> the in the uh, the front treble on uh on the teed hook was like just buried all the way through it, like the bottom jaw to this catfish. And I was trying to get the pliers on it. And, you know, I really didn't want to cut the hook, hit the thing off. So I was just like shaking it and I was shaking it. it we have a million you know, catfish. We're not hurting the population here. They need, yeah. You know, the, the back hook got, the back hook got caught and, it was in, in, in the flesh, and the thing was bleeding everywhere, and I'm shaking it, and there's blood on my legs and all over the boat. And I'm Todd's talking to this potential client, telling him that I'm essentially like a piece of shit. So I was like, I am a piece of shit. I was like, you take this thing off for me, please, you know. And uh, Todd got it off in like two shakes, so, you know. It was terrible. Yeah. Blood but everywhere. He, he has this he has this washdown kit, you know. And it's just you know, you got this hose on the boat and you can just spray up stuff, you know, musky poop and weeds and all that stuff. It's real real simple. And I was sitting there looking at the thing and I was like a little kid, I was like, I wanna I wanna try it, you know. I wanna play with this like gun thing, you know, this water gun. And I pick it up and immediately break it. <laughs> he pressed those, the water went out, and he line broke. Yeah. <laughs> what did you and do? Then, like, we looked. We looked. Todd opened up like the back hatch, and there was just water spewing everywhere. Okay, so <clears throat> Todd turns his like, back, and then it's just like a like the the scene from Carrie, all the pig blood going everywhere, except it's bullhead blood. And then oh, Vance yeah. is like, I'm going to clean this. And then he turns his back again, and it's just water squirting uncontrollably everywhere. Well, no, like Todd, clean, Todd cleaned it all up, and that's when I was like seeing this. Then I, I put like, it away. This, it was Todd. Great... I think Vance was going to squirt himself down a little. You know, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit, hit it up a little bit. It looked fun. It's an amazing tool, you know, and it, it was nice. And, you know, it was working. Todd did it. And I was like, I can do this too. Watch this. And, you know, the next thing you know, the bottom of the boat's filling up with, with water and we're sinking. <laughs> I just had I was, to turn it. I was yeah. like, should I turn the bill, John? <laughs> what the hell should I do here? You know. No, we got off the stage. I just turned off the pump and then it quit. But it, yeah, it blew the line from the pump to the. Uh, 
those. Yeah, yeah. So Vance did. It's tough, man. He's a he's good. He's go getter. Well, I guess that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm tough on. I think I'm tough on gear. I really do think it had that. nothing to do with dance. It was just chance. Yeah, I think I'm tough on gear though. I, I like stuff's always breaking, and and I t- try to like take a step back and look at it. I'm like, I don't know how this is happening. I feel like this is the right thing, but and for some reason, like my reels are always breaking, and my rods are always a mess. And well, it's it, but it, it it's funny in that it 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 is. It's just not. It's just chance. You fished with me one day last year, and I remember you reeling, and you're like, "Look, look at your reel," and it went, it's like skipped the gear. Honestly, yeah. to this day, I don't know which one that was, but it was doing it for you. And you're like, what am I doing? I'm just really, I don't know which one it was. It has not done that since. That's, that's what I mean. That's what's, that's, know what's, that's, what's, yeah. that's what's scary. I, I don't, <laughs> I'm breaking stuff all the time. Yeah, you're not doing it. It's just chance. So we finally got the fish together. We got a catfish, and I broke a bunch. <laughs> Great. Yeah. It didn't last long. It was miserably hot. Mm. Disgusting. This happened last year, though. In September last yeah. year, there was that insane warm-up, and there was fog mm. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, which is nice. People are like, summer's over. We're done at the lake, and, you know, we have to get ready for all oh, stuff. Yeah. And which is great for, uh, you know, the pleasure boaters and stuff being off the lake and stuff. And uh, yeah, thank God that's over. But for the most part, yeah, nicest part of summer, your nicest weather was last year at least was in September, and I mean, it's yeah. still like banging there, just hot, and you need suntan, the sun, the sunscreen, and yeah, it's gonna stay. You just got over or. Yeah, Labor Day. And the lake was just crazy with people on it. I mean, oh, it's the worst. It did a lot of weed chopping. Yeah, and the, and the lake is in the hangover stage where there's just weeds all over the place. And, you know, I'm. The fish aren't, but it's very hard. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot mm-hmm. of work. We need a good wind. Mm-hmm. A consistent wind, yeah. I don't care what direction, just yeah. Wow, clean. We have fun up our like. We got the fish. Good stuff. Excellent story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I broke some. Vance breaks something. Too bad Andy can't fix that hose, you know. No, he can't. I might just fix it myself. Yeah. Good call. What? Why do that, bro? Andy's Mister Fixer. Well, maybe for another show, I'll talk about all the stuff that I fix advances. You should. Yeah, you should just have like a full disclosure way into pod myself. You just vent. We'll listen. And those guys, you know, they're fishing all the time. And talk to me about all their problems. And I got this stuff. And I got this 
quarter I got to pay. I'm sorry about all that stuff. You should be. Yeah. All right. Want to wrap this one up? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> all right. It was fun. Big thanks. Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, Fatty Z Muskie Products, St. Croix Rods, Vicks Marine Sports Center, Ranger Boats, Muskies Inc. Go join Muskies Inc. Be part of the solution, not the problem. And with that, I think I hit all the plugs. Oh, if I missed one, I'm sorry. So... Thanks for listening. Good luck fishing.